coming up this week on the Smitty and Mitty Show. It's just the two of us for the next hour, and we will talk a whole lot of Blue Jays baseball coming up on the show. Don't go anywhere. A jam-packed hour of the Smitty and Mitty Show is next. And now... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Start your engines! 90% of the time, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. The show that's got everyone saying... You're so dumb, for real. With Smitty. What you just said is one of the most idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. And Mitty. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? you. That's my name. This is the Smitty Mini Show. Welcome back to the Smitty Mini Show here on the TSMS Radio Network and the Smitty Mini Show podcast for another week. Noah Smith, Tyler Middleton, off to my left here inside of the Smitty Mini Show studios where we bring you this episode with lots of sports content, we are now, what, not even a day away as this gets recorded? Well, from hours away. Or hours away, depending on where you're listening to this, from our Smitty and Mitty Show live show. It is the most exciting day of the year as voted by our fans. Really? I yes. did not know we new put a vote, poll out like new that. New poll just came in. The results are how in. Many, how many votes? One. Was it you? Yes. <laughs> So you're a fan of the November show. It's a good show. Uh, it's a good I, show. I agree. It's one of the, it's one of my favorite shows of the year. One of the top ranked shows. Mostly because I get to put on a a, a, a tie. Yeah, I love you ties. Shirt and tie. I love ties. Black tie event, baby. If you had an option to go to a job where you got to wear a shirt and tie every day, or a job where you had to go and just like dress normally, just dressed in some kind of work uniform, what would you pick? Because undoubtedly, I would pick the suit and tie for sure. I get that fix though by. And by no means do I have to, but I wear a shirt tie to the junior hockey game. No, I, I mean, so I, I get that yeah. fix, right? I get that fix where I get to dress up nice. Uh, I lose that a bit in the summer. I miss that. By the time September rolls around, I'm ready to throw the shirt and tie back on. Maybe a jacket if the occasion calls for it. You See, never know. This is why I think we're friends. I think I think this is why whoever put us together in the in in, in whatever five twenty six five thirty six mm-hmm. or whatever the room was at Fanshawe College. I think they knew. That I yeah. think they knew we'd get along. Yeah, you hated me at first. I did not. Uh, you were pretty hateful. Why? You call me mean names. I do not. Yeah. I, I did not did. do that. Uh, you did. I did not. No, but you were like, you were you like, you kind of like gave me the side on. You were just like, well, who is this guy? Freshman. You kept eating my food. Well, I, I didn't know oh, you. And you just it, kept eating my crab dinner. I thought that was normal. <laughs> Later on, we would figure out that we both like to do that. Love it. We would actually just make crab dinner and then eat each other's crab dinner. Yeah. Be like, hey, your craft dinner, perfect. I ate yours. Let's thank our sponsors quickly. Dave yeah, Middleton, Life Financial. Deep. Life is brighter under the sun. Gold line curling. They are the choice of champions. They're also the sponsor of the 2022, 2023, my apologies, Ontario Tankard and Scotty's happening at the Plex in Port Elgin. Check online for tickets. Super Spiel happened in Port Elgin this week. Last weekend, yeah, yeah. last weekend. Yeah, so that happened. Uh, one of the qualifying events. So congratulations to uh, the winning champ team. That was their name, champ. We'll see ya. We will we see will you, see you at, the, uh, at the Tankard 2023 Tankard. Again, happening in Port Elgin, Ontario. Check out the Smitty Mini Show Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We will warn you here that uh, obviously on Saturday on November show, check it out. But we are bringing the TV side on uh, for the middle two segments. Look, it gets really busy when we're trying to find guests for our November show. So, uh, so sometimes yeah, we just don't have time to get guests here. So we, you're going to hear us for the next hour. It's just going to be us. A whole lot of sports banter. But hey, those are some of our favorite shows. And, and a lot I of Blue Hopefully, Jays hopefully it translates to the fans and the listeners' favorite shows. For November 26th, 25th, 27th, whenever this is going on, whenever you're hearing it, we're going to do a whole lot of baseball talk. Yep. Because the Toronto Blue Jays are rumored and they could have signed by the time this goes out. A, uh, a couple star outfielders, uh, for sure one star outfielders. We're going to talk about some free agents on the other side. But first, uh, that's going to be when we bring on the the TV, which yeah, will be in segment two 10, and three. 10, 12 minutes from now. And we will talk about uh, the November show a little bit more then. So please stick around and listen to that. But first, I think we want to talk about uh, the FIFA World Cup, but, but a different side of the FIFA World Cup, because that's what we like to do. We don't like to talk about soccer too much, obviously. Well, we could, we could go in here and once again... Um show recorded throughout the week plays on the weekends in most of our markets uh we could sit here and we could talk about scores uh we are excited to watch canada play as we record this um 
their opening match on Wednesday. We're excited to see that. We could talk about scores. We could talk about everything going on in the World Cup. Um, but sometimes it's better and makes more sense with when we record this to talk about some of the other, let's call them issues, complaints that we have seen so far with the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Qatar. Is that how you said it last week? Qatar, yes. Qatar. I call it Qatar. Sure. Sure. Canada plays Belgium on Wednesday. Wednesday. What would be an ideal score for you? Obviously, people listening know what the score was, so they could tell you. They're number two in the world. Belgium. I think it's a win for Canada if you can find the back of the net. If you can do anything that's not losing, I mean, that is a huge win. And I think it actually it plays into their advantage that they're playing Belgium as their the opening game, no? Because you're, you're going into it with all this energy, all this excitement. You're playing the best team. You can get up for it. I think that's that's a big. I think if this game was the third game and Canada had gone one and one, then I think they need to win. Yes, then it would be yeah. kind of demoralizing it, that you're going in here. But it's for the first get... game and to show what you can do as a dark horse in this tournament, they might have a little extra fire in their tail. I'm I'm calling a, a one-one draw. Really? That's my really? guess. It's gonna be real bold if they come back and lose this game five to one or something like that. Can you you can draw on the group stage, right? Yeah, you can. There was okay. a draw on uh, day one. Well, not day one. Day two. Qatar played on day one on Sunday. There's a draw on day two. Uh, America's first game. They had a draw. Um, by the way, uh, my betting app that I use has this new thing where you guess the scores throughout the day. I got two out of four for the first four games. So uh, my new strategy when guessing scores for soccer games is two nil for everything, and you'll get some right. Two for four on day one. Good for you. You're welcome. I feel like it should have been a bigger payout than it actually was. Two free dollars that you didn't have before. Uh, to pay out 400 on guessing four games correctly, score and everything? That seems like a very... Like, you should be paying out, like, 10000 on that. But you're not paying. It's a free to play. Right? So, you gotta, I'm not putting anything down. There's nothing for me to lose. It just seems like the odds don't make sense there. And it's, like, I bet you it's so tough to guess four straight. Yeah, it would be almost impossible, which is why the, the return should be a little higher. And, I mean, again, you're you're playing for free, so who cares? But can you imagine nailing all four perfectly and all you get is $400? Come on. All I get is $400, you say, as if I have $400 sitting around. But that's, not, that's nothing for what you just bet on. Like, if you would have just... If you would take that bet and use two of your own dollars on a betting app and do that specifically... I bet it's like a, I, I bet it's, it, it's definitely north of a thousand. I bet it's closer to 10,000 on the payout. Probably. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not denying it. I'm just saying cool that I can do it. Cool that I got to right. I made $2 that I didn't have before. Obviously FIFA is, and FIFA World Cup is, is the biggest tournament in the world and it always will be. And sometimes our excitement, I think overplay or underplays what FIFA is and what some of the, and, and what this country specifically is. FIFA is a massively corrupt organization. Mm-hmm. And have, you have, have shown that recently. You've seen presidents of the organization, Seth Blatter specifically, who has been taken out of the roles and, and you know, charges possibly being laid because of the corruption that is happening within FIFA. And now you have a tournament in Qatar or Qatar, however you say it, a country who's only been around for like 10 years, right? Like it's not a very longer than that, I think. Long lived yeah. country is what I'm saying. Have their issues. And it's rumored that, you know, some of the people who bet on it were giving, you know, upwards of a million dollars to um, um to vote for Qatar, something like that. Obviously, none of these things I can, I can personally uh, valve or like ratify because I was not there. But if you do have a corrupt, they had to move it from the summer to the winter because it was so hot. Why are you playing a soccer tournament there? But yet it was okay for thousands of immigrants and workers to build these stadiums where reports are that thousands died because of the extreme heat living in camps ate to a room where all you can do is shower in a toilet i guess you're bathing in a toilet you're not really showering showering, yeah i get your point i get your point but yes you're cleaning in, in a toilet not usually where you go to clean not a whole lot of clean water not a whole lot of food you're not allowed to leave you have to ask your employer to leave the country because they take your visa Yet this is somewhere that FIFA thought was appropriate to have a tournament. I think it will turn a lot of heads, and this might be the last time you see something like this happen. It better be the last time you see something like this happen. I doubt uh, it. The money's there. If they, the, they've shown time after time that all FIFA cares about is making money. 
Sure, but at some point, I think FIFA's got to realize that they can't keep doing this. Right? They can't keep going back to these places, money or not. If millions of people show up and, and make these countries a lot of money, make FIFA a lot of money, what do they care if some people are sad? But I just think that enough people are going to see this World Cup and see the conditions. And by no means has this been a pleasant place for fans to go from what we have seen online. The room and board has been there's people, mediocre there's people at staying best. on cruise ships off of land to cut, basically try Tent, and protect themselves. Tense shipping containers are where these fan villages are. Uh, the food is abysmal. I think people are going to realize, and the, the big problem with this is, is that the World Cup is spaced so far apart on a normal year that by the time the next one rolls around, you're just too excited that you don't care about any of that stuff. Right? So that's I couldn't why even I think, imagine going to Qatar. That's why I think we're sitting here talking about it now. It's because it is important to remember these things while the tournament's going on. And yes, there's going to be people just saying, like sitting here listening to this being like, oh, whatever, it wasn't me. These are human beings who had to go through this, and especially the ones that had to suffer currently and, and who did suffer, and, and let alone the political stances of this country. Like, I saw a video of a bell, I think... It was a Dutch newscast, and they were standing in the t- in the town square. The news anchor back in in wherever the Netherlands uh, or think, whatever. I know which one you're um, talking about. There, I think they were Danish. Maybe yes. Yeah. Said to him, uh, "What's it like uh, being a journalist there?" And before he could even answer, he turned the camera turned around, and there was three, um, what do you call them, Qatarians? Qataris. Yeah. Qataris. Um, sitting in a golf cart, basically telling that he's not allowed to film there because there's certain areas you're allowed to film so that you don't see what Qatar is actually like. So you don't see they're 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 controlling the media so that you get this happy go look at what this country is when really it is quite the opposite. And it, it's 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 it seems very obvious that that's what's happening. Yeah, and I think you'll see as well the um, there's some pretty big sponsors for FIFA that. I don't imagine they're very happy right now. Uh, their number Budweiser. one beer sponsor, Budweiser, uh, now gets absolutely no sales. Right? There is, I don't think, anywhere. Maybe there's a few places where you have to walk a while away from every stadium and fan village to get yourself a drink. Um, but everything else has been pulled. And last minute, fairly last minute, uh, days before the event was set to start, they're no longer allowed to sell alcohol. It is, uh, that's a big moneymaker. It's a big moneymaker, and that is a sponsor that is one of your big sponsors. I think we talked about this when, it wouldn't have been when Qatar was announced, because I don't think we were on air when when Qatar was announced, but we have talked about this before, when the building kind of was under place, and these reports of um, this maltreatment was coming out, that, how did FIFA not see this coming? They just turned the blind eye. Clearly, all they cared about was the money. The blind eye was turned, and nobody cared. As long as they get what they want financially, they'll go through the month, two months of bad publicity. But really more importantly... Throw it under the rug. How did, under how the did rug. Qatar think it was a good idea? How did the leaders of that country think it was a good idea? How, do, how not? They're spending billions of dollars to build these stadiums. They have billions of dollars. They have trillions of dollars because of all the oil. Money is not the biggest thing, but I mean, you're still losing billions of dollars. To build these stadiums that are never going to be used again. They do it while everybody, every other the country. Thought, the thought is that you're going to get positive publicity and you're going to drive maybe some visitors to come to a country that you think is beautiful or something like that. But really, it's been a little bit of the opposite where you have kind of seen the dark belly underside. You've there's 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 you know interviews with leaders where they basically walk away when people bring up you know these refugees who were making these like it's just not it hasn't been pretty it hasn't worked out the way they i didn't know i don't know how they thought it was going to work out but it definitely hasn't worked out that way well we knew how it was going to work out right we, we did. did how did they not they, i just don't think they cared that's the only answer they just didn't care right money makes the world did go around okay let me put it in this way situation. did you know did you know qatar was a country before this happened yes but i also have like this weird geography thing where i find it interesting you find geography interesting? Yeah, I do. Why? Borders, stuff like that. I don't know. What, what interests you about it? It was always the one uh, subject I actually struggled with because you had to color in the countries. <laughs> I was never good at it. But so then, but then you got a 
But like Google Maps and stuff like that, I love going around in Google Maps and finding places. Just find, just just find it interesting. It's a weird thing. One to, of those weird to find things. countries you didn't know were there, like specifically, or are you looking at places, countries? Are you, are you looking at borders that are cut up by natural, you know, device of like areas? Like, it's just one you... of those things I find. You know how like sometimes you'll go deep in a rabbit hole on mm-hmm. like Wikipedia mm-hmm. and you, like get into history and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things I like to do. Late at night. Interesting. Well, I had no idea Qatar was a place before this. I can tell. Yeah. I got that. I got that from you. And now all I know about Qatar is it's not a very nice place. Well, all you can do is strike it off your bucket list. If it was ever on your bucket list, it's gone now. They could have lived in a... Well, especially after this segment, I don't think we're going to be allowed in Qatar. No, I don't think so. If this ever gets on the Qatari airways, we're done. (laughs) Uh, So... A quick transition because we don't have a whole lot of time. No, we don't. We, we got like no time. We okay, got, like, well then no let's time. just end it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go into like the breaks and then like the rest of the show. You okay, know? so that's, we, how, that's how we do it here. So here on the Smitty and Mitty show, we are gonna hit a break. When we come back, we're gonna bring the TV side on to join us. We'll talk some Blue Jays, Blue Haze, and some free agents. So that's coming up here next on the Smitty Mitty show across the TSMS Radio Network. Finances change as life changes, like when you get married or start a new job or welcome a new member to your family. Each one of them comes with their own unique financial challenge, and I'm here to help you make sense of them and keep you on the path to your financial goals. I'm Dave Middleton, your Sun Life Advisor. Send me an email to dave.middleton at sunlife.com. I'm here to help navigate life's changes. Goldline is proud to be a sponsor of the Port Elgin Chrysler 2023 Ontario Tankard and Scotties, presented by Bruce Power, coming to Saugeen Shores January 23rd to the 29th. When you're ready to curl like a pro, shop Goldline, the choice of champions. This is the Smitty and Mitty Show. Welcome inside the Smitty and Mitty Show studio for yet another week of mediocre sports talk. Tyler Middleton, Noah Smith, as it says on the name bars right below. There's no name. We bar. don't have name bars. No. Do you ever watch the show? I have never. Want, that's not true. I watched the first one, I think, because I was a little excited. And then every now and then I'll, I'll go back and watch them like all. Yeah, there's no name find, bars. There's no name bars. Archives. It's not a thing. Why not, though? I don't know. What if people want to know who we are? There, there, it just isn't a thing. There is no name bars on the TV section of the show, which, by the way, welcoming on uh, our radio section as well for this segment on the show as well. So you're getting a little bit of a best of both worlds situation here. Yeah, because basically uh, we have our Movember live show coming up this weekend. If you're listening on 560 CFOS, as we uh, we mentioned earlier in the radio show, uh, it's actually happening today at uh, noon if you're watching on the tv side as uh, you are if you're watching our pretty faces right now it's happening saturday at noon two amazing guests mr mike wilner is going to hop on with us mr dan o'toole is going to hop on with us two gentlemen who are going to talk about the different side of men's mental health one being addiction one being uh severe anxiety so we're going to talk about that with those two uh very accomplished gentlemen i i would I'd, i've loved all of our guests on november but this is definitely i think our star studded like a ba- our best like uh call it a double whammy if you yes, want a bang bang like a bang bang boom boom like these are the best two i, I hate saying that because it takes away from everybody that we've yeah. had on the show we, and you just even the, you know what i do take that fantastic stories i because you just the, can't say you can't say that who was the can't. first the first show we had uh, uh kevin church kevin churchman and nhl player and cody ohm was that last year i think that was last year was with last year. uh with with Michael Landsberg. With Michael Landsberg. Which was a lot of fun. Thank you, Michael. I'm I'm, I'm blanking on our first year, and I feel bad because there's somebody out there. Uh, we, we talked to Jamie Warren. Jamie Warren. Was that yes. our first year? Or was that, that was last our first year? year. Well? That was our first year because his father had just passed away, and he yes. wrote a beautiful song about it. So we went through um, and, and listened to that that song, and we were very nervous that day because we, we'd only been doing this for like a couple months, really. When yeah, we decided at that point. To... So yeah, that was nerve wracking. I don't remember who the there was three guests I think on each show, and I think there the was. second one was Cody Ohm, um, and then Michael Landsberg, Michael Landsberg, yeah. and then there was someone else in there, another musician at the back end, perhaps. We did play a song. We did from play a, a, song a local from a local artist. A local artist, yeah. Uh, ben Vikas. Ben Vikas. They'll come to us. Sorry to the uh, to the other guests, but this year is going to be uh, just as amazing as years past. We're looking to raise 
I think we said if we raise $700, we're going to give each other some some eggnog showers. Yeah, which is absolutely disgusting, and I'm not looking forward to it. But I, I kind of hope we get there. Eh, you better get some donations rolling in. Uh, I will put the link at the bottom. Oh, of the so, you're gonna this, put the, this, so you can put I the link, but you can't I put the names? I can't put our names. I can't put our names, but I will put the link at the bottom of the screen where you can donate the little QR code uh, if you want to donate to our cause. Our live show is on the 26th, the Saturday at noon. You can still donate after that. The donations don't stop. It goes till the end of the month. That's what we calculate as the total to the back end of the month. So there's still a few days after that. Uh, so go and donate if you can. It goes towards a fantastic cause. You can read all about Movember on their website and where those causes go to. And if you want, uh, once again, head to our Facebook page, the show. If you can't make it live, we'll be archived. So you can watch it again whenever you want. And you can also tune in live. Just tune in live. Tune in live. Because I think it's the only option. I, I think it's we only last year we we topped out at a couple hundred maybe. And now this year, I mean, with 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 the huge traction we have with the TV side and the radio side, I would say. Just massive traction. Yeah, We're becoming one of the biggest shows in Canada. Yeah. Some would say. So tune in so we can see how many people are uh, want to watch us. So which is gonna make it pretty disappointing when it's a, about the same number, but <laughs> <laughs> when there's when there's nobody watching but we surprise ourselves the last two years so maybe this year we can do it the same we always like to surprise ourselves so a little bit late, late a little late getting on the ball yes, this year we were so but either way because well for being so late two amazing guests that's what i'm saying okay okay so fantastic job so the, uh, either way the guests either way that is why it's just noah smith and tyler middleton this week because we did uh such a job trying to get guests and and interviews recorded for that november show that just don't have time. Things to find are busy guest. and life gets in the way. I am. Now, I got two shots. I got one in each arm today before we recorded this. So but I'm all like, what? What I got pushed the flu you? Shot I, when I, I got think, the... I don't want to get po- political, political. But uh, what made you get the other the your your booster for COVID? Because uh, I just don't, you just don't hear it as much, right? No, it was my mom telling me I'm not going to be allowed to see my nephew if I don't. Why so. your nephew? Why not like your 90-year-old grandmother? Well, that too. That too. It was that, like that a, seems like more of a problem. We're coming into though. the holiday season, and you see your grandparents, you see uh, your cousins, you see everybody, you see nephews. Um, so I think my mother just basically said, get it or you're not coming to Christmas. And I love Christmas. So yeah, but got you, the flu shot. I feel like you could, you could love sitting at home just as much for Christmas. True, but Christmas is at my house. So it, it really, there was no option. <laughs> so you were going to be there anyway. There's no option. I'm going to be here anyways. I'd, I'd rather take part. Okay. All right. So what we want to talk about here, we're going to talk about a little Blue Jays off the top. We want to get into some World Cup a little later on. So let's start with those Blue Haze. If you're listening to the show last week, we talked about the Teoscar Hernandez trade. You, you have any different feelings about Teoscar? Yeah, we always like to do this where we talk about the trade a week later or two weeks later or whatever the time frame is and see if we feel any better or any worse about it. And the Teoscar Hernandez trade... Uh, bringing two, what we now know a little bit more, quality arms, possible bullpen help arms to the Blue Jays. Um, I'm on board with this trade. It still doesn't sit like fantastic with me. It's not a 100% on board, but maybe it's more just learning to live with it, right? So, it's not going to change at this point. Get used to it. The Blue Jays are finally realizing that maybe we do need some arms. And I still believe as we record this, nothing has happened yet this week rumblings throughout the trade universe the free agent universe um nothing has happened yet with the blue jays i still think they're going to try to get somewhere out someone out there to replace tay oscar that's maybe a left-handed back and of course cordy belliger has been the one who's been rumored and probably by the time you're watching this you'll know if he has signed with the blue jays yeah or not because it, it's possibly to be happening here in the next uh, couple days here's my problem I, I really haven't flipped on the tay oscar trade at all i still really don't like it I heard a Seattle Mariners beat reporter talking about Swanson, who is the big, the what you could call the big piece in the trade, right? You would think, because the other one ha- hadn't been higher than low A. Swanson seemed to be a guy that he figured was a guy that you had to work around. You couldn't just throw him at any part of the rotation. He had to be moved around in the rotation. You had to strategically put him in a spot that he is going to succeed. Does that sound like anyone you know? How about the rest of the Jays' bullpen? Mm-hmm. He's also a guy that he says he still can hit 98, but he mostly lives in that 95 with a good splitter. Anyone you know? How about, again, half of the Jays' bullpen? It just it seems like they took another piece of the exact same formula and just put it in and said, this is going to make us a new cake. No, you took a cherry cake, took the cherries out, and put cherries back in. I don't like cherries in my cake, personally. 
I don't know if I've ever had a cherry cake. It was anyways, just kind of the first anyways, thing that came to mind. I, that's just the first thing that came to mind as well, is that I didn't like cherries. Uh, I kind of disagree. I think that adding like cherries? more... Cherries are the best part of... If you're if you're going to want to put this into a food analogy or compare this to food, compare this to cake, uh, sure, you could call it one of the same ingredients, but think of it in this case more of the icing. You're adding more icing, which isn't a bad thing on cake, right? It is the same. Right. You might be able to put the similarities together and say these are bullpen pieces that we already have similar guys to. But I think part of the problem last year was also bullpen depth. It fell off dramatically after your first, what, three or four good relievers. Now you add another one. And some of those games that you lose because you get past those three or four relievers, you start to win those games. And those will make a difference in the postseason. Are you worried about depth or playoff? bullpen because i think this team is almost no matter what good enough to make the playoffs sure yeah so you need playoff help in the bullpen i think he could be playoff help. do you disagree you don't think that he could use those high leverage innings in the playoffs i think right now you are looking at basically just another flyer that you took and yes he had a, a really good era yes he has the possibility to throw hard but if you were looking if your soul your 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 soul wish list on your wish list, the thing you wanted to check off was velocity and swing and miss. You're really not getting it too much of it here. You're getting a little swing and miss with with the splitter and more than you probably had before. But that's still an off-speed pitch. Everything we hear, and Dylan Baker, who was on the show, talked about it with us. They need velocity. They need 99, 100, 101. You didn't do that. And you traded away a fairly good piece, a guy who is an all-star, a, a silver slugger. You traded him away. So that you could get what seems like just another Trevor Richards. But here's the thing. And listen, nothing against Teoscar Hernandez. Silver Slugger, sure. All-Star, sure. He's striking out at a pace of like 28% last year. You can do better than that. You can do better than that and still have an impactful left-handed bat in the lineup. And I think that's what the Jays are going for. They wanted to get rid they had to get rid of one of their quote-unquote pieces. Right. I agree those they, had, they almost had to trade Ty Oscar because of where he was in the last part. And I think just with the fan base, it soured a little bit because sometimes he is a little, you know, methodical. He's a, he's a little lazy sometimes in the outfield and even at bat. I mean, how many times did he drive? He's not, the ball? He's not a defensive jam. No. How many times did he drive the ball off center field? And he was walking out of the, out of the box, right? Like that. He is that kind of guy who will make those mistakes. So I think he did sour with the blue Jays faithful. So you ha- almost had to trade him. But it seems like you traded him for less than you needed and a guy you really didn't need. You you could have went out and found some velocity. Now, apparently, this young kid is a, a lefty who does sit 97, who does have the possibility to be that bullpen arm that you're looking for. But he's probably at least at least a year away, probably yeah, two. Couple. So that's, that's the big problem, though, that I'm finding with this trade is that you don't get two pieces that are ready to help you right away, which is what the Blue Jays are in. Right, that's the situation Toronto finds themselves in coming into the 2023 season. But they could have. They also are still been. very much in a call it a win now situation going into next year. I wouldn't be surprised if that lefty young kid coming back ends up getting traded at the deadline. I think that they did say we need a bullpen help, so we got somebody who you know they love, but they love analytically. They love because of the underlying numbers, not because of what you can see, which is I think what frustrates me more. Because what you want to see out of this bullpen is more Jordan Romano's throw 99, I think is what people are, are yearning for at this time. But their farm system is depleted. It, it's ever since AA, basically, it's been pretty depleted. And I think they're a part of getting that young kid was to get pieces that you could trade away at the deadline back. When you hear about all these teams that have these hard throwing pitchers, high 90s, up into the triple digits. A lot of these guys are homegrown, come up through the organization, grow these guys, train these guys, work them up to a point where they get up to the big leagues. A relief pitcher that throws hard, you're going to pay a hefty price tag. Blue Jays have found that already, right? They got two bullpen arms, one who's only one who's major league ready right now. The other one's a year or two out. And they had to pay a silver slugger and all-star for it. They need to start working on kind of, you know, rejuvenating in the minor leagues, regaining some of that, you know, the prospects that they lost in getting some of these stars that they have. 
it's going to take a little bit, but it has to be done because the Jays, they're learning now that they can't just keep on relying on trades to get the arms that they need. So it we're, costs you. we're planning on talking about some free agents here, and I got a whole list of guys I want to run over with you, with you. My question, and pay attention, especially to the outfielders, and when we get to the pitchers, tell me if you think you could find a better outfielder for 14-5 or if you could find a couple bullpen arms for 14-5. Because you, you you really could have kept Tay Oscar, right? And kept him as, sure. as a power bat in the outfield that's going to hit fourth for you. And, and yes, he's going to strike out, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit you 25 and get you 80, right? And it's going to be a silver slugger more than likely. Well, so, let me, let me, I want to ask I'm making 14, five. I want to ask you a question. Is this also now maybe a trade where the Jays, I don't want to say make a statement, but they said that if we need to, if push comes to shove, we're not afraid to trade quote unquote pieces of this team, let me, the, let... the, the cornerstones of this team. Tasker Hernandez has been a part of this Blue Jays team for the last few years and a big part he of came it. over in the Osuna tree. Right, so it is not. It is not. It is not just some guy in the outfield who's had a good couple years in Toronto. Right, he resonates with the fan base in Toronto. That's why it sucked for a lot of people to see him go. He was also just that that happy, cheery guy that was always smiling. Right, and there's something. And I think there's something. If you want to win, at some point you do have to make these trades, switch things up change up the landscape in the clubhouse a little bit. This is one of those trades that I think the Blue Jays front office is trying to tell the team, be like, hey, if you're not going to be uh, what we think is a good puzzle piece for this team to win a championship, we'll ship you out. So let's start with some of these with some of these players quickly, okay? All right, before you get started, I will let you get to those free agents, but first we do have to hit a break and thank the sponsors. Uh, lots more sports content. We'll talk about the Blue Jays' free agents this season. On the other side of the break, you're listening to the Smitty and Mitty Show here on the TSMS Radio Network. Goldline is proud to be a sponsor of the Port Elgin Chrysler 2023 Ontario Tankard and Scotties, presented by Bruce Power, coming to Saugeen Shores January 23rd to the 29th. When you're ready to curl like a pro, shop Goldline, the choice of champions. Finances change as life changes, like when you get married or start a new job or welcome a new member to your family. Each one of them comes with their own unique financial challenge. And I'm here to help you make sense of them and keep you on the path to your financial goals. I'm Dave Middleton, your Sun Life Advisor. Send me an email to dave.middleton at sunlife.com. I'm here to help navigate life's changes. You're listening to the Smitty and Mitty Show. Welcome back inside the Smitty and Mitty Show studios here as we talk some Toronto Blue Jays across the TSMS radio network and on the Smitty and Mitty Show podcast. Before the break, we were talking about the Blue Jays, the big trade for Teoscar Hernandez uh, to Seattle, two pitchers coming back in the deal. And now we're talking a little bit about uh, the free agents. And Mitty, I believe you wanted to to start things off. You got a list there. I can see the list in front of you. You got a list there of a bunch of free agents you think that the Jays might be looking at. And I'm going to start with Cody Bellinger. Because if they sign Cody Bellinger, which, again, possibly they could by the time time that this 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 is even aired. He could be a Toronto Blue Jay. He's going to probably sign for less than 14-5 because I think he's just worth it. He, he had a pretty bad year last year. Down but you, here. you traded away to Oscar Hernandez then, and you signed Cody Bellinger to take his spot as a guy who swings and miss way more than Tay Oscar. Has a little more pop. Not way more. He's actually a percent lower. He has got, he's got way more pop. I, I think we can agree on that. Cody Bellinger? Yes. Okay, yes. He's got more pop, but he is not going to give you as many you know singles and, and, and doubles. He's going to give you more power. He's going to give you about the same in the outfield. He's, he's not a better he's not defensive a star. player. He's not a star. He's not a star, at, but by any a, means. He is a better defensive player. And keep in mind that he can play the infield. Has played it in yeah, the past. Where? Has played your, it. Your infield is... is I'm I, just saying. You I'm would, just saying. He, he can only he play first. A little he bit. plays first. And you got a pretty good star at first right now. You need sure. him to get hurt in order for Cody Bellinger to play first. I'm just base. saying. It is a plus. He is a bit... He is better defensively than Teoscar Hernandez. Cody Bellinger. But I mean... You're you're kind of just taking one guy who's bad and saying the next guy is like a little bit better. Like sure. there, he's not he's not sure. gonna make any big plays for you. He's, you're gonna hide him in right field just like Tay Oscar. I saw an interesting stat this week, and I'll bring this up to you because it's an interesting thing to think about. In 2023, the MLB is banning shifts. Mm-hmm. Right, there is no more shifts allowed. Extremely small sample size last year for Cody Bellinger when he didn't have a shift put on him. The numbers jump up 
dramatically. Well, that is going to be is this something pretty something that is going to be interesting to watch just for Cody Bellinger, all of Major League Baseball, of course. But is that something that we need to think about when looking at these free agents? Yeah. Cody Bellinger has struggled, and I'm not saying that if the shift was not a thing, he wouldn't have struggled. He probably still would have went through those struggles. Would it have been the same? Would he have struggled as much? It's going to be interesting to see. I think he could have a resurgence in Toronto. I really do think he could. He could anywhere, right? I mean, sure, he could have it anywhere. Players have down years and change the scenery. Yeah, I mean, he could obviously be the he's he's a former MVP. I'm not saying his upside is not where Tay Oscar's is because obviously his upside is higher than Tay Oscar. It just doesn't seem like that big of an upgrade. Or it seems like you're taking a guy who has been over the past four years pretty solid for you and is going to give you what you expect. And you're probably you're maybe bringing in a guy who you know came off a really 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 bad year. Like it wasn't even just a down year; it, yeah, was, it was a bad bad, was a bad, bad year. year. He went from like being a star to hitting eighth in a Dodgers lineup, if not being out of the lineup. I just think it's I just think it's a good move for the Jays. Does it come off maybe as a little bit of a risk, a little bit of a gamble? Sure, but that's baseball sometimes, right? You kind of have to make those gambles, make those risks, and hope that he has a good year good to whatever you sign him for. I don't mind it. If it happens, if it has happened by the time this goes out, I look forward to seeing Cody Bellinger in a Blue Jays jersey. Wherever he ends up, though, I think he's going to have a better year this year because the shift is no more. And I think you're going to see a lot of the lefties who are going to just perform better. Calvin Biggio is one of those guys who could perform a little better without that shift because you see constantly a guy in shallow right field that takes away those hits through the through the gap, right? So, yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to see, uh, I think, a, a little bit more you're going to see the average being brought back into it and not being as focused on power, which I think is what the MLB is looking for. Okay, quickly here, another about minute or so, and I want to go through one more free agent. I know you've well, here, got a whole here, list here. there, so pick one. I know on the radio side, we got a break. So why don't we do that and we can we can come back and talk Blue Jays after. We can just keep talking Jays because I, I still got a whole list okay. here. Okay, so we'll break on the radio side. Let's talk about some free agents for the Blue Jays now. So... Brennan Nimmo, what are we talking about here? So here, I, w- I want to run over a couple guys. There's there's a couple guys that that really stand out to me and a couple just interesting pieces I want to get your feeling on. Um, there's been some some talk about middle infielders, about possibly Bo moving over to second, which I do not agree with. I think he's a he's a fine major league shortstop. He makes he makes mistakes. He's a young kid. He's a better major league a second baseman. A lot of short. We don't know that. You have no idea. That's what I was. I was sorry. That was phrased as a question. Okay. Yeah. No idea. He he could be. Maybe he could be terrible. You have no idea. You know that he is a good. okay. He's a good defensive major league shortstop, and he's going to give you that pop. plus he, bat. Yeah. Plus bat. Yes, a guy who can carry you through a month. So I'm fine with leaving him where he's happy because he doesn't really hurt your team that much. There's a possibility he could, but there is with a lot of young stars. But Trey Turner's out there. I think Trey Turner is the only shortstop that if they were able to sign, I would be okay with moving Bo to short or to second. Trey Turner's the only one? I think Trey Turner's the only one on that shortstop list. And really, Carlos Correa is the only other star. I just think that's another right-handed bat that's empty. So Trey Turner to Toronto on what is a fair... You'd have to be looking at a five or six year deal, right? You're not talking something short term here. No. He's not going to be looking for something short term. Now, interesting. If you are looking player. for a short term, another guy I did bring up, I did write down that could possibly be your short term fix that I think doesn't have to play shortstop, can play second, can fill in at short, and is just one of those presences that can help a young shortstop and a young middle infield. Because remember, Santiago Espinal is still a very young second baseman as well. Lots of upside, I think, I think too. D.D. Gregorius could be an interesting piece. He's a left-handed bat. He's still got a lot of speed. He's probably looking in that two- or three-year range just because of who he is now in his later years. Well, so later if, you get him, as well. if you get him for two years at, at a mil apiece, maybe mil two, I think that's an interesting guy to come in and be a left-handed bat off the bench and a guy you can use in certain spots that will help Bo kind of develop. Seems to me like he would also be a good, and from what we know about him over the years, a good locker room guy. You would think Someone so. that could help out. A guy who sticks around in that league that long. Yeah, you he, don't stick around yes. in the major leagues that long, have that much success. Let's, yes, he'll plague. Let's just throw him out. If you're yeah. not a good guy, you'd get out of the league pretty quick. Yeah, yeah he's not He's not a good guy. <laughs> Gregorius, on the other hand, is a piece that could help the Blue Jays in more ways than just on field, where I think he could do, like you kind of mentioned, uh, fill in where need be, 
help out some young guys. But more importantly, I think he's going to be a big piece uh, off the bench, in the dugout, in the locker room, places that um, it feels weird to say are needed. But like this Blue Jays team at so many times throughout the year looks, um, I don't want to, immature that's what is i was that, gonna say is that, it's is not that a good word to, i don't think that way to that, describe that it the locker room is by any means toxic i think no, they no, just no, no, sometimes no. are so young that they lose focus a little bit and sure it's a 162 game mm-hmm. season so it's gonna happen you gotta stay loose especially right? for millionaires you're dog gonna days lose. of august you're gonna lose your track a little right bit. you're going through the dog days of august when you've already played over 100 baseball games and now it's 40 degrees outside and you're sweating and you're just losing by 14 runs to the Oakland athletics. Sometimes you do just need to break a smile, but when it push comes to shove, right? Sometimes it just felt like the blue Jays dugout looked too happy with what was going on. A botched ball, uh, you know, a missed play, you know, whether it was a hit and run, something like that. We've seen that before where it just seemed like things weren't on the same page. And no one really had any issues with so it. So is that on George Springer? Because he sure. is that veteran guy that's supposed to be taking care of that, right? Sure. But I think George is also one of those guys that kind of wants to be involved in that, if that makes sense, be a part of that younger group. Because he's still talented. And by no means is he old, right? He doesn't seem like the guy who's going to stand there and yell at you. He seems like the guy that's going to go work his butt off. Work his butt off and, sh- and say show to you, you like, hey, let's. this is how we do it. Now, maybe Danny Jansen could be that kind of guy. A sure, guy. but also young. Younger, right? but but compared to the team, he is a veteran. But you just need, I think you need someone that has been in the league, has won in the league, to come in there and help out this young Blue Jays team. Okay, so let's read over. I'm going to read over these are the outfield options. You tell me if any of those guys tickle your fancy, all right? Obviously, Jock, uh, Jock, uh, Jock Cody Peterson? Bellinger. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why Jock I wrote Peterson. Jock Peterson down. Cody Bellinger is on that list. Uh, Joey Gallo, I got on there. Brendan Nemo, Billy Hamilton, Will Myers, a couple uh, d- different options. Will Myers obviously being a switch hitter, guy who can play first base, who can DH for you and can play in the outfield if needed. I think that one is probably the most interesting on my list. Joey Gallo is there as well as another left-handed power bat, but we saw last year he can hit 110. <laughs> he can easily hit 110. Joey Gallo could hit 110 and have a good year. But still, he's still going to hit. I, I don't. Bombs. I don't like Joey Gallo. I don't think Joey he's going to play a decent good fit. Um, Ballinger, obviously, we talked about him. I think he would fit in just fine with this Blue Jays team. Uh, Brendan Nimmo, another guy that has been rumored. And to be honest with you, I'm not an insider by any means, but from what I read online, Nimmo and Ballinger seem to be the top two guys the Jays want to go for. Obviously, two of the bigger names in the free agent pool right now in terms of outfielders, but two guys that could also fit in this lineup pretty good. Uh, I like Myers. I don't mind that. Switch header is huge for this Blue Jays team. Um, but at the end of the day, the only right, problem what, are, be, what are we you, trying to do here? Are we trying to replace? Because we can't replace. You don't need the only to problem is You need someone to play center field and soon because I don't think George Springer is going to be out there for very much no. longer. You might be able to push him next year, but he's going to get hurt. And we've seen that time after time that he does get hurt in the outfield because he gives that 136%. So if you can move him to a corner spot, that's better. So that's where Brennan Nemo comes into place that he is just, he is a center fielder, right? He can play center field. Billy Hamilton, the same way. He can play center field. Hamilton extremely want, speedy, but I don't want his bat really in the plate. lineup. Doesn't bring anything to the plate. But I mean, you had, you had a couple empty bats on like, you had Zimmer on your bat last year or on True. your bench last True. year. So and does Billy you... Hamilton make more sense on a team that has some talent up front? He can hit eighth or ninth and not be worried about having to be a top man in the order. If you go take get, the stress off him, if you go get Bellinger and that is, and your outfield is set and then you can go get Billy Hamilton to be that replacement outfielder. So late in the game, he can go play center field. He can get you some balls. You can move him over to, you know, right and, and take Bellinger out of the game. I think that's an option. I think you're going to need two guys here because there's really no outfield stars there. No. Well, I would say Cody Ballinger is an outfield star. He had a down year. I still think he's an outfield star. He's going to have to prove a lot. Sure. And there's. And I think he's up for that challenge. I think there's just as much of an opportunity that he comes out and, and hits 150 again than he comes out and hits 260. Sure. I think so too. But hey, call me a liar. All right. Tell me so, I'm terrible. Do you want to do... I got a couple in infielders or pitchers. We don't have a whole lot of time. We have pick like one. no time. So pick one. So, Just pick one. Pitchers. Pitchers. Okay. Justin Verlander. Jose Quintana, I think is really interesting. That's a left-handed pitcher. Verlander won't come here. Who pitched very, he was rumored to be 
they were one year away last year from signing him. Basically, he wanted a one year deal, and they didn't want to sign him to a one year deal. Mm, I I just don't know if I believe that. It came from his mouth. <laughs> well, he was part of the Astros. You can't believe what everything he says about himself. No, nope, you can't believe it, man. He's like one of the best sources you can't for believe himself. It. Well, that's like saying I'm the best source for myself, which isn't true. Just not true. So if, many people know if, more about me. Okay, than I do. Justin Verlander at whatever, however old he is, like 38, yeah. something around there. If he wants a five year deal, I don't, I don't do a five year deal on Verlander. No, you give him a five year deal, knowing that after three, years, knowing that after two or three, you're just you're gonna gonna eat the eating money. the rest of the money. But you're basically giving him guaranteed money on the back end of a deal, and you're just hoping he keeps up what he's doing. I think actually, I think Justin Verlander is a guy that could pitch another four years. Let's keep going. He's Noah's, not going to have nearly this. Noah Syndergaard, Clayton Kershaw, Carlos Rendon, and Degrom. I think those three are, are more than likely not options for the Toronto Blue Jays. You're just naming guys that I think would be fantastic fits that just aren't going to. They're not never going to be an option. It's not uh, Kershaw's an interesting one, but I don't think he's going to leave LA. No, I don't. I think, I think so. he's set there for the rest of his life. So I think Jose Quintana or Noah Syndergaard are my two most interesting. I know Syndergaard is not the guy he was before, but just something about bringing him back to the place where they. Where they drafted him and traded him away. Yeah. They didn't let him go for no reason. It was a a big trade. They had to let him go. Anyways, we got to finish up the show here. So why don't we one more time. Check out the November November show. show. On the 26th at noon, you're going to find that on our Facebook and YouTube pages, I think. Right? Facebook page? Facebook page. Facebook Facebook page. Just Facebook, not YouTube. Yeah. You don't know how to YouTube it? We do, but it's going on the Facebook okay, page. Okay, so it's going to be on the Facebook page. Look Don't there. go to the YouTube page. Go to the Facebook page, Smitty Mitty Show on Facebook, and you're going to find that. That, again, is Saturday, the 26th at noon. Uh, Mike Wilner and Dan O'Toole are going to be our guests as we raise money for men's mental health. My mustache, he uh, did not shave nor grow a mustache. You got a mustache. Stays it, on all the time. It was already grown. I've already uh, raised more money than you, though. Yeah, we'll go upstairs and say thanks to your mom here okay. in a bit. Thanks, Mom. On the radio side, let's take one more break, and we will be back with uh, segment four of the Smitty and Mitty Show across the TSMS radio network. Goldline is proud to be a sponsor of the Port Elgin Chrysler 2023 Ontario Tankard and Scotties, presented by Bruce Power, coming to Saugeen Shores January 23rd to the 29th. When you're ready to curl like a pro, shop Goldline, the choice of champions. Finances change as life changes, like when you get married or start a new job or welcome a new member to your family. Each one of them comes with their own unique financial challenge, and I'm here to help you make sense of them and keep you on the path to your financial goals. I'm Dave Middleton, your Sun Life Advisor. Send me an email to dave.middleton at sunlife.com. I'm here to help navigate life's changes. Now back to the Smitty and Mitty Show. All righty, welcome back to the Smitty and Mitty Show. Segment four to finish things off here on the radio show and on the podcast, episode 116. Do you like that I keep count every single week? Someone I, has to. I barely listen. Someone has to. Like if you were to still ask me right now what episode this was, I wasn't listening. No idea. Nope. Someone asked me the other day, they say, you have a podcast, you must listen to podcasts. I don't. I know you're different. I don't. I listen to a bunch, but I also just... I edit this TV show, radio show, and podcast, and that is enough <laughs> listening to people talk for the week. I drive around for a long time. True. So I, when I, I When I did drive to. the truck around all day, I did listen. Now I just... I don't, don't. listen to ours. I don't. No. Why would I listen I, to ours? I know listen? what I'm going to say. I know what this guy says. This guy's an idiot. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like either of these people on this show. Who are these two fat guys? <laughs> it's hard to see that on the <laughs> podcast form. You can tell. You can tell. They had a segment two weeks ago where they talked about their favorite hamburger toppings. You can picture what we look like. You could have some skinny people that like hamburgers. Sure, but would they talk about it on their sports podcast? Probably not. (laughs) Like, you see where I'm coming from here? You got to see where I'm coming from. Yeah. So my wife went to make dinner the other day, and, and she made burgers, but she also made corn on the cob. And I thought that was a weird... Not a weird combination. That was a weird no, combo. Weird combo for late November, maybe, but not a weird combo. That's like my house in the summer yeah, all the time. Yeah, on the grill, I feel like it's a little different. But even then, I, that's just a weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's gotta be it a cookout. It's gotta be a cookout kind of thing. Yeah, which is like what I do every single week: hamburgers, corn on the cob, macaroni salad. Done. That's dinner. Cake or pie? For dessert? Yep. Whatever's there. What's your favorite, though? I know you'll eat whatever's in front of you. I understand that. <laughs> I know that. Believe me. I lived with you. We didn't have a whole lot of food much. 
Uh, I'm a cake guy. Okay. I'm definitely a pie guy for sure. Although one thing I've found a recent love for is like a pecan pie. Never used to like him. Yeah, I just don't like how you said that. Pecan? <laughs> Pecan? I don't know. Is there I, a right or wrong way? I, I just, what do you say? A, 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 pecan a, pie. I have a nice pecan pie. It just sounds very Southern to say pecan. Okay, so pecan. I like the pecan pie. But I don't like that either. Now that sounds like that's a, a cereal mascot. I thought it was pecan. Is that not what it is? I, I feel like it's just, in our in our accent, it would be pe- a pecan pie. Pecan. But I don't like that pecan. either. I don't like. How about we just don't eat it? Because it's like the worst pie you could possibly have. What? No way. A nice, a, a nice. For either you get, oh, a nice strawberry rhubarb pie. Nope, don't like rhubarb. Or you could get nope. a nice pumpkin pie, but you need like a, a, an aggressive amount of whipped nah, cream. I'm talking, yeah. you can't even see the pie sliced through the whipped cream. Realistically, I'm an apple pie or bust, apple pie or bust kind of guy. Like that's, with, that's with ice cream, ice cream, whipped cream. Oh, you know what's great with it though? Apple crisp or apple crumble okay. with a little bit of milk we can oh i don't like milk i can't do milk if, mm. if i get milk we're not recording for a bit okay anyways we got to finish up the show here that does it for us on the podcast and radio for this week we should probably thank our sponsors before we go mr middleton i will mr smith thank you to dave middleton sunlight financial life is brighter under the sun gold line curling the choice of champions also sponsor of the 2023 ontario tankard and scotty's happening at sogging shores's plex arena check out online where you can get uh tickets and information about draws the super spiel just happened in port elgin saw uh, that yeah uh glenn howard actually lost out in the semifinals. so yeah. i saw him at the radio station too that was part of his uh that was part of his it's, it's one of the events where you can qualify for the tanker. It's still a lot of options, but hopefully Glenn is there so we can see him again. He also had dinner with my parents last night. And uh, Kate Hammer, who's been on the show, she also she texted me and asked me, who was a better guest, me or Glenn? How do you politely tell her Glenn? I didn't politely tell her Glenn. I told her Glenn. Okay. <laughs> you just, we were just right there. I said, you were more, you were our favorite guest to sit there and talk with, but Glenn was undoubtedly the better guest. Yes, sorry to break it to you, Kate. Glenn Howard was better. Well, anyways, Glenn Howard. <laughs> anyways, that does it for us here on the show this week. We will have more sports content coming your way next week. And also, uh, we'll relive some of the interviews from our Movember live show. Check it out on our Facebook page. That does it for us here on the Smitty Minute Show. We'll see you next week. Yeah.